All right, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of Six Point Weekend. Y'all, we made it in the 18. Match day squad. We're in the 18. We finally made it. All right, so we're joined today by Dave. Hello. And Ebony. Hi. It's good to be here. Good to be here. All right, Ebony. Who brings us here today? We're always brought to you by Tasty Beverage Company. That's tastybeverageco.com right here in downtown Raleigh. Tell them Six Point Weekend sent you and get a free koozie. We just had some really cool ones made. We're also a part of the Beautiful Game Network. That's at bgn.fm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the above. Plus, we're on Patreon now. That's patreon.com slash Six Point Weekend. Even every dollar helps. We'll be doing exclusive bonus content on there, plus cool stickers and everything else. Um, and we're also friends of the pod on Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. I always count on you to have that hashtag always. ready. Uh, did I miss anybody? I think we nope, hit it. I think no? that's it. Yeah. No? Good job, go. Ebony. Woo! Yeah. Getting faster at that. We're getting good. We're getting good. <laughs> um, You know what's really sad is that this is week two of the World Cup, and that means it's only like three weeks, four weeks left. Is that even that much left? It's not that much. I mean, oh. this is final group stage spin World Cup of Chaos. I love it. Hashtag Team Chaos. Hashtag Team Chaos. So talk a bit more about the World Cup. Dave, I, I know you watched this weekend. I've been watching every day. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I, there's too much good stuff going on too right now. Too much. I've got too, no work done it. <laughs> like, and I work much. in a pharmacy. <laughs> too much sauce going on. But let's go ahead and bring it back to the local uh, dead whales in action last weekend, two days ago from uh, when we we're recording this. A uh, 2 2 draw with Louisville. Um, points. We like points. We like all the points. <laughs> Any points. Sadly, we have. did not get all the points. We did not get all the points. But Daniel Rios did get all the goals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he two, will score goals. He will score goals. He will score goals. So Rios got two goals. Um, uh, Open the scoring. In the game, early on in the game, and yep. then managed to get one uh, late on uh, a cross from uh, T. Shipolani. So grateful to see Shipolani as the super sub here once again. The human highlight reel back in action, getting the us loves, points. The love of our lives. So, <laughs> um, question Do you think it was a good result for us? Considering where we are in the standings and where Louisville is in the standings, I would say yes. Um, that said, I do feel like this game exposed our weaknesses as a side once again. Um, The fact that we didn't really have a whole lot of cover in the middle, and we talked about this last week, that the defense definitely needs a bit more cover. Um, Having a defensive midfielder, you know, in there helping clean things up would be a big boon to this squad, and I don't think we have that yet. Um... I also found it a little curious that when the lineup came out, it listed Rios as a midfielder. He, we were playing a four-one-four-one defensively, but when we were attacking, these are this is a Colin Clark quote. We ran into a more of a four-four-two offensively, but when we were in defense, it was a four-one-four-one. Shout out Neil Morris. Yeah, thank you, Neil, for that one. We didn't get any quotes from the Louisville coach after the game, so I don't know Wait, what, what they were playing. About? We I'm definitely t- did. Well, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. Um, from their uh, the, from the from what, their plane on the on the way back to Louisville. It was, it was I think it was actually from like some designated coach that was in Louisville that gave a gave actually gave a comment. It was weird. Like he 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 wasn't like none of the Louisville coaches were available after the game. 
Because they said which is a league issue, I believe. I mean, you're supposed to have someone available after the game yes. to talk to the media. Yes. Right, and then um, they didn't talk to um, the Louisville players that scored. It was just they got no quotes, which as a reporter is hard to do your job when <laughs> you know nobody when, will talk to you. Yeah. You know but shout out to Colin Clark and to Neil Morris and Tisha Polani for, of course, being available for the media. Thank you very much. We like to we like to read the quotes. It's good to hear from the players. Um, but yeah, you talked about um, we tried something different. A little four one four one four four two shifting kind of thing, and I don't know how much I liked it though. Okay, um, I think I would have liked it more if the one uh, above the defense was a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like I it, and I I keep banging on on this, but you know, having a strong defensive midfielder would have helped that formation a lot more. And Graham Smith seems like he's more of an attacker. Than Becker's he is. more of an attacker. And Becker's too. definitely more of an attacker. So, so where's that defensive mix? So where from? is yeah, that that's the question. So how so how do we so when you see the courage play, not to not to say not to try to compare the two teams, but when you see the courage play, you have Sam and Zerboni in the middle. Zerboni's gonna play that more defensive role and let Sam roll free a little bit more, but when it's um Zerboni and O'Sullivan. Again, you see Zerboni holding back a little bit more, but she still has the power to like command that midfield and move forward as well. Because she's not scoring. I mean, she's not scoring for no reason. Like she's she is getting up there, but she also knows how to reserve and hold back. Who's going to be that player on NCFC that can get forward, but also have the track like the the mindset to stay back when needed and let the other players roam free while you help create out the back. So you want a box-to-box midfielder? Is that so wrong to ask? <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not. Um, but the, again, it always comes back to the question of who do you want to get it? Because like, we always talk about Kyle Becker being more offensive-minded. Of course, he set up the the first goal, but who do you want to do it? Uh, who do we have on the squad that yeah. could do it? I think that's the real question. Yeah, I mean, because who who are midfielders? We have Becker, Lutzbacher. Luzbacher, Graham Smith. Graham Smith. Candizora. Yep. Can't, it's definitely not going to be Candizora. No. <laughs> and Luzbacher's out with an injury right now, yeah. I believe. Right. So. so on our official team roster, we have Deleuze, Becker, Luxbacher. Dre is listed as a midfielder. Candizora. Uh, Blanco. I kind of forgot about him. Um, we haven't seen him much at all know, this year, have we? Cameron Steele, mm-hmm. T, and Graham Smith. And then a lot of those midfield. guys are more attacking midfield. Right. Like, let's be honest. Like, all of them are attacking midfield. Right. Let me see T. Shipolani slot in the middle to play defensive mid. What? Yeah, I much <laughs> prefer him flying down the wing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. We, we see this club week in, week out. We say the same things. What what do we what has to change really? Because like we've talked about you know defensively, especially on the the set piece. Um, I mean the Louisville Louisville forward just got up for an open header more or less. Well, he the Louisville forward I think was about six inches taller than Michael Harrington. That <laughs> right. made it a little bit easier for yeah, him. Yeah, that's an easy jump. Right, but who knows? The so. results will finally come. I think I think we just have to get into a groove of playing that gritty 
game and eking out results like we did on Saturday. That was a that was a late goal from Rios. It was like the eighty eighth minute. Was it something like that? Yeah. It was also it also took way too long in the game for this team to really start pressing. Yeah. And I you didn't see and and you know Brian the Gooner was was banging on about this on Monday, um, but the team really didn't press the ball very well yeah. in this game. There, you, you didn't see a whole lot of pressure on Louisville. It seemed like they were able to make more things happen in midfield and pushing forward than a team really should have been allowed to do. And I don't know if that's just a result of you know our formation not having the right players or just the fact that the, the players themselves aren't putting that much pressure on the ball. And it seems like if they put some more pressure on the ball, things would happen. Because you watch the Courage play, and they're pressing all the time. I don't think they have a, like, I don't think they can go below, like, 95. They're 100% all the time. Like, I'm tired just watching you run. Like, <laughs> it's that bad. Like, I, like I need a water break. <laughs> we, need, we need a male equivalent of McCall Zerboni on, yeah. on, on the men's side yeah. is what we need. And we're not. We don't have that as of yet. Can we just get McCall Zerboni to play for both teams? She's still gonna smoke all. Like she's gonna smoke half the league for for the USL, mm-hmm. in my opinion. She's very good. Yes, yeah, she's she's very good. <laughs> she's she's so very. Good. She is fantastic. So the last time we were here, we we're talking about the next three matches ahead for NCFC. They play again. This Saturday against Richmond, and then July 4th on the road at Pittsburgh. So I think we did over-under, was it four points or five points? I what, think we what? did four. We said over-under four points. That's one. Two <laughs> matches got to go. Um, Richmond, who stole a late goal from us the last time we saw him up there. And then Pittsburgh, a team that we have some unfinished business with. Those are that's a good chance for us to go over that four. I still say we're on par with four. I'd like to see us get a win in Richmond. Definitely, I, mean, I, I would, would love like, a win. I would like to see. I'd like to see. You know, you know. I'd like to see us hold the lead more often. Uh, I think that's one of the things we've really struggled with this year. I mean, we would get out early, and then you know, a lot of leads get uh, thrown away. So. I would like to see us go on the road and, you know, take those three points back that, you know, Richmond took from us last time. And you know what? Splash. Not only have the leads been lost, they've been lost in quick succession. It's like the goal, like, remember when we were up all the way through the 83rd minute and then two quick goals down to one. And then. That Beth Steele game was so rough. Yeah, yeah it still hurts. <laughs> and then we're up 1 0, down 2 1 again. And it's like, how do we. I don't want to say park the bus because we we have the we have the plenty of attacking talent to like keep going to score more goals. But and I think with the attacking talent we have, we need to go forward and score more goals. Yeah, like you know, we need to keep pressing the ball and keep pushing forward and keep trying to get that second goal to make that lead, you know, more insurmountable. I mean, right now against us, no lead is insurmountable because we don't ever have a lead big enough. Yeah. You know, the only time we ever have a lead big enough is against, you know, Ottawa or um, Atlanta, too, mm-hmm. or, you know, Lansdowne boys. So I think like the way that we've talked about this club in the last few weeks, it's just been we want them to be a club 
kind of like the courage about how like they can go forward and they can score with reckless abandon. And then like for because we always talk about defending, like we always just if we could go out and score more, then we probably wouldn't have much of a problem. But we just have to produce the goals, which we've we've talked about a lot. The forwards are great. We just got to get the ball to them. But we stand here um, July 4th. We'll hit the midway point of the season. 34 matches. We'll be at 17 on 4th of July. We are in 13th place. We have 15 points. Um, eighth place is New York Red Bulls, too. They have 21 points. So there's six points ahead of us. Six points is doable in 17 games. Exactly. But we, we need a we, lot of results to fall but our we got way. A lot of, we need results to fall our way, and we need to earn a lot more points than we're earning right now. And it's like I said last week. I still feel like this team needs to bring someone in to bolster the defense. I don't think there's any real problem with the attack at this point or with the attacking personnel that we have, yeah. but bringing someone in to bolster this defense, you know, to, yeah, to just be able to hold leads better. I think if we can bring in someone like that, that would be great for this club. The question is, will they do it? Can they do it? Who's available for and that? Who is available? Right. That's all. That's always the question. I who hear is Orlando's about to let some people go. Uh, actually, I don't want Orlando. I don't want any Orlando people. Well, maybe they, they lost, can play at the D two level. Who knows? <laughs> they lost to Montreal twice <laughs> by multiple goals. I don't want anybody from over there. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll we'll figure something out. So let's go ahead and um, let's talk about the Richmond match coming up this weekend. We go and say hi to old friend Brian Shriver again. Oh. Yeah, um, I don't know. I see a win. I keep, I keep pushing. I keep pushing the the optimism. I keep pushing everything because I, I really, I really do think this team is capable. I really do, and I, I really think like I was saying right now is when they need to find their stride. Here, end of the month, going into the midway point of the season, grab another win, eighteen points, depending on other results that brings us up. You know. Two spots, maybe, and then we're hanging out just outside of the playoff hunt. I see a win for us this weekend. Probably 2-1. I see 2-1. We're scoring two goals? We're, we're, we're scoring two goals, Ebony. We we're scored two goals, two goals against Louisville. I mean, that part's not impossible. It's holding them to the one yeah. <laughs> right now. That's the hard part. I, I thought we'd go up to Penn and get our win there, and Richmond was going to be a loss. But... I like being wrong about this team. So if you want to go get two wins, I'm okay with that. I like two wins. I like two wins. We could use two wins right now. Oh, yeah. Um, are you looking to me for a prediction at yes. this point? Because <laughs> I will just repeat the immortal words of Barry Glendening. It's not the disappointment that kills you. It's <laughs> the hope. It's hope. So the hope. I, I am going to predict a 1-1 draw, and I hope that uh, I am wrong in our favor. All right, well, you know, we'll be back next week to talk about whatever happens up in Richmond, and then we'll get ready for the game against Pittsburgh and the second half of the season, and hopefully we'll be just outside of the playoff hunt. I really do, I think it's possible. You have so much hope. I have so much hope. <laughs> this is... It's this not is, the disappointment that kills you. <laughs> it's the hope. It's the hope. It's, this is episode four. This is a new hope. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we're at right now. 
Oh, God. But we'll be back. Um, we'll take a short break. Come back, talk about the courage. And we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Six Point Weekend. Tasty Beverage Company is having a tap takeover with Hot Fly Brewing Company from Rocky Mountain Sea on Thursday, June 28th at 5.30. They'll be tapping two New England-style IPAs, Juice Box and Summer Crush, as well as a jalapeno saison. That's at Tasty Beverage right here in downtown Raleigh. Stop by today, tell them Six Point Weekend sent you, and get a free koozie. That's this Thursday, 5.30 p.m., tap takeover with Hot Fly Brewing Company. See you there. All right, welcome back to Six Point Weekend, episode 18. And did not get six points this weekend. We did get four. Um, the men got one, and the women got three because Seattle did not bring umbrellas. <laughs> no. No umbrellas. Four. And we one. made it rain goals all over them. Hell you yeah. You were worried about the resilience of the courage I, after I was their first never loss. I was worried about the resilience. <laughs> I was worried about. Not the Brazilians. <laughs> you predicted a draw. I predicted a draw in Seattle and mm-hmm. a win in Orlando. Mm-hmm. This I'm so team, happy to be wrong. This team must be so thrilled that the championship game is in Portland, considering they've won their games in the Pacific Northwest by a combined score of 8-2. to two. Yeah. yeah. So I have, a, I have a theory, a little fun theory about this. So last week, all the Courage really did was prove – that they could not score a goal <laughs> because they still continue to score in multiples of two <laughs> yeah. all season long. It's one, two, two. or four. <laughs> Those are the numbers. And it one and one zero. But it's another four. It's another four. Like how do they continue to pour in goals so often? They well, feed off of each other, I think. I think so as well, but it did take them a little bit of time to actually get into this game. It I think they would have though if Lynn didn't miss the PK. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That... She goes to the same side every time, same height. So, and she doesn't run up on it at all. No. I find that curious. It's Just like one this... step in there, and I'm one like one step and boom. I mean, it doesn't give doesn't give the keeper much time to react. It's like, you're already at the ball. Yeah, but they know what's what she's going. It's one step right side, middle height. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry if I just gave away all your secrets that were on tape. But <laughs> observations. Uh, yeah, you know, two games of observations, and I know exactly which way you're going every time now. And it's not like you know someone like Harry Kane who puts so much fire into a penalty shot yeah. that it's impossible for the keeper like to get you're going to break it. your hand if you, you know get... exactly where Harry Kane's going to put the ball you just can't stop it yeah whereas with Lynn's shot it was more like uh Lionel Messi's penalty in oh. the it, it was though wasn't it first Iceland uh yeah the penalty versus yeah. Iceland I mean That's it was true. it was a little bit easier <laughs> to save and and that I think kind of gave the rain a little bit more power um, yeah, going they... forward, or going forward, you will notice in that game that the rain did not try to attack up the middle at all, <sighs> and we all know why. Yeah. We all know why. You put Zerboni and O'Sullivan in the middle; they're going to run over and across and through everybody in order to get the ball. So they stayed out on the wings, and which wasn't smart either because Matthias is a force out on the wings, which they should know. She played for them for what three seasons? That's true, but early on. Megan Rapino did find did get a little bit of joy on, out on that wing against uh, Matthias. I think, it, Mathias like I said, it, it took them a little bit of time to get into this game. And but once Seattle got that first goal, 
it's like something just clicked and the entire team woke up maybe paul riley made a few minor adjustments um but the next thing you know jay hinkle's bombing down the left crossing it in and putting it right on lynn williams head yep. perfectly to get the equalizer and then after that, Crystal Dunn seemed to be finding a lot more open space. And, of course, Crystal Dunn is... She's, she's awesome. She's, she's good at soccer, if you did She not is know. a forward who scores goals. Oh, I'm sorry. I no. forgot about that line. Wait, hold on. <laughs> she's, she's a forward? She's a forward who that scores, scores goals. goals. Jill Ellis, she's a forward that scores goals. Yes. I'm so sorry. Yes, Jill. I missed that. Yes. And late as the game progressed... Crystal Dunn was getting the ball with more open space, you know, wider patches of open space. And when you leave Crystal Dunn open like that, you're going to have a bad time. I'm no expert, but leaving Crystal Dunn by herself anywhere on the field is is not good. Does she score goals? She scores goals. She scores goals. She will score goals? She will score all the goals because she's a forward that scores goals. Yes. Jill Ellis. Although you have to admit, the most impressive goal scored in that game was definitely Matthias from twenty yards out. Rockets only, <laughs> legends only. She only <laughs> scores rockets. It's it's thirty feet, thirty yards or back or nothing for her. <laughs> and you had to you had to like appreciate the fact that Megan Rapino tried to get a foot in on her before that shot. Uh, before that rocket shot went flying. And Matthias said, "LOL, no." And Matthias, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And Matthias managed to, to break away from that, get open, and boom. And the look on Rapino's face is like, well, <laughs> what can you do? I mean, they flowed so well offensively. I watched the highlights. And just watching this team do what they do, it's so amazing. And then um, the commentator is talking about, you know, the, the courage – Far and away, you know, ahead of the league. I'm like, yeah, they're so good. And it's good to see them continuing the form. We talked about, you know, would they be able to bounce back? How would they bounce back? And it really just looked like they picked up right where they left off. Same intensity, same fire. I think Abby Ersek tweeted it best when she said, last week took an L, but this week we bounced back. I think those were some powerful words. I don't know about you guys. The psalmist did say. The psalmist did say. And here, here's the fun thing about this team. Number one, they have now trailed in only six of their 14 games thus far, and they've taken nine points from those six games in which they've trailed. That's impressive. That is impressive. What's even more impressive is that the Courage are on top of the league right now. Just about everyone below them has games in hand. If you... if Every one of those games in hand were wins for those teams. The courage would still be eight points clear at the top. So what you're saying is we're good. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So yeah, he's looking I just at the affirmation. <laughs> <laughs> looking at the standings, um, courage and first, uh, 14 matches played, 10 wins, three draws, one loss, 33 points. Orlando Pride in second place, who we'll see next, have a game in hand. Um, 13 matches played, 22 points. So we're 11 points clear. Like you said, if you give them a win on that game in hand, we're still eight points ahead of second place. Um, Seattle hanging in third with 19, and they're right next to Portland 
and Chicago, all with 19. Seattle with 12 matches, Portland with 13, Chicago with 14, so they're sorted in order of fewer matches played. Um, Washington Spirit are actually the one of the only two other clubs that have played 14 matches. Um, Spirit of 14 matches, 10 points. Chicago with 14, po- uh, 14 matches in. 19 points, but the Courage continuing to roll along. They're going to see Orlando. But before we go to Orlando, I want to talk about with the Seattle game, something that I, I think I brought up last week. There are a lot of early goals in this league. So for anybody who wants to say that, I don't want to watch the NWSL, watch it. There's a lot of fun things that happen. There's a lot of high-scoring matches. It's high it's high drama, it's, and it's so much fun to watch. I agree totally. Oh, yeah. I agree totally. This is a fun league, and I more people need to give it an opportunity. I mean, and and you can see it in the Courage fans who come to, you know, Wakeman Soccer Park. You know, they're having a lot of fun there as well. Same at Stadium at Wakeman Soccer Park. Yes. Trademark. <laughs> but they're having a lot of, I mean, they're they're having fun. They're into it. They're enjoying the, the, the soccer they see on the pitch. They're enjoying the play. And who wouldn't enjoy watching this club right now? It's fun. It's so, like, I love going to games every week because I get to see some of the best soccer. Not even just my opinion, but a lot of people's opinion. The best soccer team in the women's soccer team in the world. Like, we might very well have the best women's soccer club on the planet. And you're talking about that. Don't forget International Champions Cup, uh, the first ever Women's International Champions Cup is coming up. Uh, later this year, and the Courage will be involved. They'll be down in Miami, and they will see Manchester City, um, PSG, and the Lyon women. It's going to be awesome. The, so the greatest thing ever about having season tickets is that they're giving you two free tickets to the match for both Courage games. You just have to sign up. And fly to Miami. I mean, that's easy. Like, <laughs> Is it? <laughs> like. I'll drive there, whatever. But how cool is that? They're telling you come to the game. Like come come see come see this team play against the best international teams. Exactly. Right now. Like, so I get so you're giving me two tickets. I just have to get there. I can drive there in a day. Like Miami's that. far. Let's not forget that part. Miami's not that far. I'll make that drive. What is it, 10 hours? It's a little over that. A little bit more than that. I'll make it a nine and a half. I mean, it's probably going to be closer to 11 because it takes about eight to get to Daytona. I know from experience. I will make it a nine and a half. All right, that's dedication. <laughs> but yeah, International Champions Cup coming up um, July 26th to 29th. Courage against uh, Manchester City, um, PSG, and Lyon Women. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll keep our eyes on that. But the Courage going to Florida before that, this weekend, Orlando Pride, last time we saw them, uh, Jess McDonald sent a header into the stratosphere and then into the net, and we won that game 4-3. to three, and The EFIS header. The EFIS <laughs> header. I love that. I love that. Um, that description of that goal from you, Dave. It's so great. I think about it every time I see that goal. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so last time we saw them, 4-3. Um, in Ebony, I know you've mentioned that the Pride are a very high-scoring team right now. Right, yeah, right now they're in, they're probably in like some of the best form outside of the Courage right now. Um, after that four-three loss to us, 
Um, they went on to beat Chicago 5-2, Sky Blue 3-2, uh, the Spirit 1-0, and then they drew the rain 0-0. Uh, that's a lot of goals in a short period of time. <laughs> like, that team is flying right now. Yes. So, do we get another 4-3 match in Orlando? God, I think I that is so. entirely possible at this point. I could see another seven-goal thriller easily, especially if we don't have Abby Dahlkemper back by not not to knock Kaylee Kurtz. I mean, she's done a she's, she's, she's filled in very yeah. admirably, but I have a feeling that you know if we don't have our full defensive lineup back, it's we're probably going to ship a couple. Yeah, at least. I mean, they, but if. Even with Dahl Kemper, they still have Marta. They still have Marta and, and, and Alex, Alex Morgan, Morgan and Sydney Larue. Yeah, she's been on a tear too. Yes, yeah, she has. Which is weird. She scored what two against Chicago? Um, I think she had one against Sky Blue. Uh, yeah, two against Chicago, one against Sky Blue. I was not expecting Sydney Larue to to do that this season. She's a good she's a good forward. I mean, yeah. it's taken her some time to, you know, recover from um her pregnancy. Yeah. But you know, that every player say, you know, every player who has a child basically says it takes them some time to get their body back right. But yeah. it it's seems to be, you know, she seems to have gotten there now and is getting back into her original form, which makes that team even scarier because her form was really very good. At the same side, but on a different, but look, sorry, but we also still have Crystal Dunn, Lynn Williams, Jess McDonald, Debinia, Debinia. I will, t- I will make Jenkins. a sign that says second. You guys, the second best Brazilian on the pitch. I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I'm proud of. We have like Debinia has been phenomenal for us. Not saying that Marta hasn't been phenomenal for. Uh, for Orlando. No, you the, can't deny she yeah, the impact that she's had on that squad. She's she's a legend for a reason. Like she's still playing. How old is she? She's she's been up for a while. I mean, yeah. She's like you have to play for a good bit to be recognized as one of the best players in the world. It's like Iniesta. Like how old is he? Like why is he still playing? I, because he's infinite. Didn't you see the jerseys? Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> he he doesn't he runs like maybe half a mile all game. <laughs> but he's there. That's Marta. Well, that was what Xavi did when he was playing with, with uh, yeah. Barcelona in Spain as well. He didn't run at all. Yeah. He just put the ball exactly where it needed to be. He Pierre had like four with, touches. <laughs> Pirlo's with NYCFC. <laughs> and he still scores free kicks. <laughs> That's about. That's all he could do at that point. He wasn't running, even though it's a small field. That he was not running anywhere and, on there. And David Villa will still crush your dreams and steal your girlfriend with his right foot. So good. Oh God. But but let's know, get back to this. Yeah. Well, we let's get back to this courage uh, pride game. Yeah. Last sorry. week, and I um I laid out just like with the men four points over their three matches, and then for the courage, they had four points over their two matches. We got the three. I went over. Well, actually, I think I I think I went with a push. That's so I saw a win. In Seattle, which we got, but a draw in Orlando just because of the way that the last match went. It was so high scoring. And I just think something's going to happen. I think somehow they're going to be able to hold us to a draw. It's going to be another high scoring 2-2, maybe another 3-3. 
But I don't know. Well, the Kurds are away from home, so they they're gonna score more than two goals. So <laughs> <laughs> it's probably gonna be three three. <laughs> Should be the first time they will score three, I guess. Yeah. One one two or four. One two or four. One two or four. There's so, a whoa. first time for everything. Two 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 or four four, Ebony. <laughs> <laughs> four four. <laughs> well, you uh, win or draw. Actually, no. I said a win. I said we were going to draw in Seattle and win in Orlando. I still believe you, we win still, in Orlando. You still believe we're going to win in Orlando? Yeah. How about I, we do another? Th- how about we do three-two? If this team plays like they did in Seattle, then yes, I think they will win in Orlando. Can yeah. I score? I'm going to go three-two. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Four-four draw. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and no one in Orlando will be there to see it. Have we? Oh, I'm sorry. Bringing the bringing the Orlando fans down. What do you mean? They just their own goalkeeper is like, why are you guys not showing up to games? Like she just did an interview where she's like, we walk out the tunnel all hyped, and there's a dead stadium. Support your local club. Support your local team. Yes, support your local team. They're MLS backed. Like, why are we drawing more than them? Because our supporters are better. Next question. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Next question. <laughs> I didn't have an answer. Let's question. move on, shall we? <laughs> so, let's see. You see a win. See a see win. win. I'm going with a draw. Just to, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like it's going to be a draw this weekend. But, but notice none of us said loss. None of us said loss. We don't believe in losses. No. We don't believe in losses. But um, be a lot of fun. I'm definitely be like a point. That's a this is an appointment viewing game. <laughs> it Courage is. and pride. I mean, there's the one and two teams in the uh, NWSL right now, and it's just going to be a great game. It was a great game last time. It's going to be another great game. So we'll be back to talk about that. This uh, is a lifetime game, correct? Yes, it is. So. Three thirty in the Orlando Heat. Mm, one hundred and twenty percent humidity. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> die in Orlando. Thanks oh, for gonna, nothing, Lifetime. You're going to be there? I'm going down to Orlando. 140% humidity. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, but Do I we provide need to, just enough shade to, to cover the whole field. Shade. Shade. We don't need to emphasize the importance of hydration during this period. No, no they got Coors Light. All right. <laughs> then you're all set. There you go. I promise not to get kicked out until the end of the game. Sounds good. We're going to hold you to that. Oh, damn. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to hold you to that, Ebony. This is this is not a uh, a wrestling match. We're going to we're going to hold you to that. Oh. We got that. But yeah, so we'll be back next week to talk about um the courage and uh back to talk about NCFC and you know what? There's going to be a time that we can go and see both of them at the same time. I know, really? same day? Same day. Back to back matches. You know, it's 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 kind of interesting to think about it that they're um going to do this for those of you that didn't see um the uh football club did announce a double header on september 8th um the men will be at home at five and the women at 7 30 um it's first responders night for the men's team for the men's game and supporters night for the women's game because it's the last women's home game of the season and we'll not counting to... the inevitable playoff home game of right. course right, right. We'll, we'll we'll celebrate we should we should have a shield tifo by then oh yeah Speak that into existence. There we go. Okay. Um, but yeah, one thing I've thought about with this doubleheader thing is just with 
with soccer pitches, I know how hard they work to keep them pristine and in shape. But, I mean, Carrie I guess does a great job. They do a great job. So, I'm guessing in this instance, playing back-to-back isn't going to be much of a problem. I mean, the only thing you can really think about is if you have some kind of ridiculous challenge and something gets torn up, that's probably going to be the only thing to worry about. But yeah. other than that, I mean, the grounds crew, like you see them every match as soon as soon as the teams leave the field, they're out, they're rolling, they're, they're cutting the grass, they're rolling the turf, and they're watering it and getting ready to go. So, And this is a preemptive shout-out to the grounds crew for Tyler Carey and for NCFC, so Chrissy and her team, because they have maybe an hour, maybe, no, like 30 minutes in between games. Yeah, it's not going to be a lot. To change all the signs around. It's not going to yeah. be a lot. But it's gonna be it's gonna be tons of fun. Um, I never thought it's it's weird. That's I'm gonna say this. I never thought that we'd have a doubleheader. No, because especially with different different teams and vastly different operating leads, I didn't think it was gonna be possible. Uh, but this is our first one. Chicago does it all the time with the Fire and with the Red Stars. I imagine we'll see this more in uh, Salt Lake as well. Yeah. With uh, RSL and the Royals. Yeah, but it should be a lot of fun. Um, season ticket holders um, get tickets to both games. Yes. Which is great. Um, I think um, for regular tickets, I think it's just you buy one, you get in both, right? I'm not sure. I have season tickets, so I'm just going to get both. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Um, but yeah, so I'm super stoked about that. Um, really hoping... The best part about this is that you'll get some people who only go to NCFC matches and people who only go to Courage matches. So you hope that you'll get an overlap here and try to grow both fan bases, which is the ultimate goal, I think, in my opinion, besides just being able to come out and support both teams on the same night. That's going to be a lot of early drinking, though. So if you think about it, men's game's at 5. So we're going to be tailgating maybe about 2. And that's still early September, so it's going to be hot. Yeah. Like, so are we doing mimosas, or is that a thing we have to talk about amongst ourselves? I don't know. I mean, you're you're talking about this like we don't day drink often. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the World Cup's happening right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> There's definitely been a couple beers in my beer fridge that have been cracked open at like 7.30. I can't lie. I don't know. It's going to be tons of fun. Um, other announcements. Oak City Classic still coming up. Um, register online, oakcitysupporters.com slash classic. Um, it'll be here at London Bridge Pub and at Architect, um, raising money for Oak City Soccer. Um, and neighbor to neighbor. And neighbor to neighbor. Um, so much fun last year. I promise you, if you sign up, you will have fun. Um, it's a great way to come out, be out in the community, Hang out with the players, wear some fun costumes. Um, who was the Ninja Turtles teams last year? Uh, wasn't that? Oh God, I can't remember. It was. Wasn't it Neil? I think so. Yeah, there was. There was a ninja. There was a team dressed up as a Ninja Turtles, which is great. No, it was Stephen Miller. There we go. Stephen Miller and uh, his team. So yeah, please come out, have some fun. Um, Friends. Uh, Raleigh City Sports had like six teams for some reason. Yeah, that we'll was... we'll still be ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, before, Love them. <laughs> before we get to the uh, September games, we do have two home games coming up in July. The first, ne- the next home game for the women is July fourth. Yeah. Gonna be a big party. Fireworks! Fireworks! 
And then the next home Explodo. game is July 7th, which is Wizards Night. Yes. And did you I, did you order a scarf? I did not because oh. I don't know. I know what I've been sorted into, but uh-huh. I don't like it. Okay, well, okay. Dave, did you order a scarf? I have not ordered a scarf. Are you going um, to partake in this conversation? Um, Possibly. I... I I think my wife would be much better to be part of this conversation than she's a much bigger Harry Potter fanatic than I am. Put it that way. Right. Okay. So I got sorted and I got sorted into Hufflepuff. So <laughs> you, that sounds about right. Right. So I got the gold scarf, but I see, here's the thing. <laughs> I just realized that we're playing Charleston at night, so I'm not going to, you're going to be able to wear it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of red scarves because everybody likes Gryffindor. Um, I got sorted into Gryffindor, but I always thought that I was a Slytherin. I don't know what that says about me personally, but... You know what? They do say that they're actually pretty close. Yeah. But the red scarf is team more red. (laughs) Team more red. And the green scarf is green, which is also a good color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, for those of you that don't know, um, you can um, get a ticket pack. And for uh, for Wizard Night, you order a ticket pack. You can choose um, one of the themed scarves from each of the four houses in Hogwarts. They have a red one for Gryffindor, a blue one for Ravenclaw, a gold one for Hufflepuff, and a green one for Slytherins. You can visit the club website um, to find out more about that. It's going to be a fun night, especially because we did mention this. It's the first time that we'll be in the Southern Derby. And Lord of mercy... I want that cup. I want, I want the <laughs> cup. Like, I just want it. Yes. For the supporters, by the supporters, Dave, I know you're around. We've talked a lot about it, but there's, I mean, we've we've seen in the years when we played Charlotte, the passion that's in there, but it's going to be a lot of fun to bring back the the rivalry that we've had with Charleston. I Charleston. would love to bring back that rivalry. I would love to see this rivalry blossom into something even bigger than it was the first time around. Yes. And, you know, it has the potential to do it, especially since we're back in to the USL. Um, no shade, but the USL is a very healthy organization. Seems like it's going to be around for a long time, um, even though they do have all these rumbling, all D3 is starting to uh, to come around. They're putting in more clubs. And the USL seems very stable, very healthy. Seems like we'll be in this for a long time and be able to build up this rivalry again with Charleston. Um, it's so much fun. I cannot wait. Um, it's not often that we've actually had a lot of traveling supporters come in. Atlanta came in. Cincinnati came in. Um, Charlotte, of course. Cincinnati was actually really surprised to see come in. Well, it was more like I think a couple players, not obviously Nas, but another player had family in the area. So a lot of that session was family. But, but they had a but big old flag. Yeah. <laughs> That flag, came, that flag definitely came from Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, they did have some travelers here, which is cool. We didn't get to see that a lot. Like, I was tired of seeing Cosmos fans. I'm tired of seeing Cosmos fans in general, but you got tired of seeing them, like, Good every thing other we week. don't have to see them anymore. Yeah, no. They it? don't see anybody anymore. No. They don't. No. So, oof. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's going to be so much fun. Uh, July 7th, um, definitely don't want to miss that. Um. We are on a Patreon, before we forget, uh, patreon.com slash sixpointweekend. Um, if you like what we do, um, not only review us on iTunes, but also um, if you're feeling generous, you can uh, donate um, 
one time. You can do monthly. Um, we have tiers in there. Um, we have stickers to give you. Um, who doesn't like stickers? I love stickers. Yeah. Um, so visit uh, patreon.com slash sixpointweekend for more information about that. All right. So we've got a matches coming up this weekend. Matches on July 4th. In the meantime, while we wait for the whales and the courage, World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. World Cup. Hashtag Team Chaos. Oh, my gosh. Today is, what, June 25th um, as we're recording this. And this was um, the end of two groups today. Egypt and Saudi Arabia played. For and, consolation. Yep. And Russia and Uruguay played. Um, and then after that was the Portugal-Iran and Spain-Morocco. Um, let's start with the early matches. Uh, Mo Salah finally got a really, really good goal. I don't know if It he, was a very pretty goal. Yeah, long ball over the top. Uh, let it bounce once. Left foot chipped the keeper. Um, bless his heart, though, <laughs> because Saudi Arabia just took that away right at the edge. Um, I mean, just power to them for pressing and finishing that thing off. Um, that backflip was clean. That was a good backflip, a uh, good celebration. Um, and then Uruguay just really took it to Russia. Yeah, it's interesting to hear all of the talk about Russia running more than any other team in this World Cup. Uh, it's just a sort of nod to the uh, um, the infamous doping scandals that have haunted uh, Russia and the Soviet Union for many, many years. And there's all of these suggestions now that that's, that's still around and FIFA's just not doing anything about it because, you know, they're the hosts and all. But, you know, all those drugs won't help you against Luis Suarez. No. Right, and you, and you want to talk about running. You know who was really running? My dude, the left back that was running after uh, Diego Lexalt who fouled him twice quickly and got that red card yeah. so fast. Because I missed the red card happen. And I was in a group chat. I said, what happened? I said, man, just kept getting go- just kept getting cooked. And that was it. <laughs> and I saw the highlight, just two terrible tackles. Yeah, awful tackles. Two terrible tackles. Yeah, all the, all, all, all the performance-enhancing drugs in the world will not teach you how to <laughs> tackle properly. <laughs> so the, the early matches... Um, were enjoyable. I uh, I spent most of my attention on the um, the Saudi Arabia Egypt match. Um, I wanted to watch Mo Salah, and of course, you know, both those teams were going to be done. Um, so it was fun to watch um, their farewell. And then, oh my goodness, the chaos! Group B. The Group chaos B, this afternoon word. was so great. It was so great. I mean, the last the last five minutes was like something that can be written about for. Like it could be a book in itself. The last five minutes, just for the fact that Iran almost won their group. They went literally five minutes from winning their group to being out of the World Cup. Yes, if I, that one shot had just been a little bit more to the right, just a little bit, just and that was so. Bit. It was it was so close. It was so crazy because first of all, they don't have that chance if we don't get into stoppage and the referee stops everything. And we have a stoppage in stoppage. He goes to VAR, and they review the handball, and they give the penalty. Yes. 
with into the, and this was after like a minute and a half of waiting around in stoppage. Like the game is stopped while they're in stoppage, and then they go and say six minutes. Okay, well, we we, we all knew it's gonna be so much more than six minutes. <laughs> they score the goal, and then immediately they're coming back up the field, just pressuring, just throwing everything forward, and almost won the match, and almost went through and knocked Portugal out. That was amazing. Which would have been stunning. Amazing. If that would have been, been knocked out this quickly. The referee did not cover himself in glory in this game. <laughs> I think there there was just a lot. There just seemed to be sort of lack of control over everything. Um, and the, this was one of the few times in this World Cup where the VAR seemed awkward. Because for the most part, it's actually been handled quite well. You know, they've if they've had problems, they fix them quickly. If they miss calls, they catch them quickly and move forward this game maybe not so much and i think that just added a little bit to the drama that surrounded it but the fact that we came this close to either portugal or spain getting knocked out of the world cup and spain had their own problems today with morocco yeah they had to come back twice to get a 2-2 draw in that one that's crazy and and var came into uh, action in that game as well because the the equalizer the late equalizer for Spain was initially called offside yes and it was not he was not he was not so World Cup um, more matches coming up um, each day there's I'm excited for tomorrow yeah but you know what though there's not a lot of first places that are still up for grabs um Francis is sure to go through in Group C, and Croatia in Group D. Um, the Group eyes, F is wide open. Right, so the eyes, the eyes tomorrow are really going to be on um, Australia to see if they can do anything and see if Nigeria can. Uh, I think I, Nigeria-Argentina is really going to be the big game right? Uh, in, um, tom- and tomorrow in Group D because Nigeria gave a lifeline to Argentina when they beat Iceland. Yes. And... St- now Argentina just about controls their own fate. You figure Croatia will get a result against Iceland um, just to you know, confirm first place, although they really don't need to confirm anything, I don't think. Right. I mean, I mean they're, they're, they're going to go through no matter what. Right. But if they get that result against Iceland, that gives Argentina hope. They just have to do their business, take care of Nigeria, which... Maybe who knows what happens? Who knows what happens in that one? I well, they've already formed a mutiny, so they're yeah. no longer listening Jeez. to their coach. <laughs> well, the Ni- the Nigerian squad? No, Argentina. The Argentina squad. Yeah, okay. yeah that's, uh, it's not been great. Yeah, it's not been great. But okay, so, but let's all talk about my eyes are on Group F. Yeah, but before Group F, let's talk about Wednesday. Let's talk about how Brazil could miss the uh, the knockout. They have four points. Switzerland has four points. And they play Serbia, who has three points. So if Serbia wins and Switzerland wins, Brazil could miss the knockouts. <laughs> we love Team Chaos. <laughs> Team Chaos. Team Chaos is fun. And then, of course, um, the final day of Group F, the Mexico-Germany-Sweden group. Ooh. So if Germany beats South Korea and Sweden beats Mexico by two goals or more, Mexico could be out of the World Cup with six points. 
That would be harsh. <laughs> that would be really, really harsh <laughs> on this Mexican squad. And I am I am no fan of the Mexican national team, but that would be yeah, really harsh given what <laughs> give, given what we yeah. <laughs> I want to make a Wells Fargo joke. Here, so bad. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think somebody pointed out that there's been 182 teams in the World Cup history that have won their first two matches, and only one of those teams did not go through. And the reason why that team didn't go through is because the two teams that played in that group before their match collaborated with each other so that that team would not go through, which is the reason why. Now the group yeah. stage games are played at the same time to prevent that from happening. I remember that. It was like they scored all their goals in like the first ten minutes, and yep. then they and just, then just kick the ball around. Yeah, kick the ball around for the rest of the match, which was terrible. I think they they call that match with the disgrace of Gijon. But um, one more group that's um that's open. Uh, group H: Japan and Senegal. Group H has been a really entertaining. Group. It's been so Don't much fun. Oh, so much fun watching Senegal How score dance, <laughs> score dance, repeat. I love it. They've been so much fun to watch. Senegal, Colombia is, I think, is going to be a really exciting game because po the Polish the squad has been, frankly, they've been terrible in this World Cup. I think Japan's going to beat them and go through. So it comes down to Senegal and Colombia for that second spot, and I think we're going to see some fireworks in that game. If nothing else for the the, the solid dance moves, I just want like a high scoring game. <laughs> like I think we're gonna get it. I think we're gonna get a very high scoring it, game. If there. it ends in a tie, I mean, I'm happy for Senegal to go through. Right now, it considering that Group H is happening first, that actually gives England and Belgium time to figure out exactly what they want to do. Who's gonna get the most yellow cards in that game? That's a good question. That is a very good question. I, you wonder, because England and Belgium are dead even right now. In everything. In everything. Goals scored. Points. They've won both their games. Goals scored. Goals, goals against. against. So all the way across the line, they're dead even. It goes to fair play. Who has the least play. amount of yellow cards? Right now, Belgium is ahead, which puts them in second, which would be a better result for them moving forward because they would get through, I think it was the semifinals, before hitting any major team like, um, what was it, Brazil, if Brazil goes through, something like that. So so do we expect England to turn into a team of 11 John Terrys and just start kicking everybody? or uh, I don't I know. I don't mind it. <laughs> it's like you send, send out Rashford, tell him, go forth and be free. <laughs> do what you have to do. Just right. no red cards. Really think about it, though. That England-Belgium match is going to be like the Premier League all-star game that isn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a lot of fun to watch. I mean, it's Tottenham versus... Chelsea. Yeah. No. Not really. No. And United. Not I mean, really. I mean it's Hazard. You at, well, you've got Hazard, but yeah, but you also have Kevin De Bruyne, Bruyne yeah, who's say. with City. City. Yep. You've got Romelu Lukaku, who's with United now. Yep. Um, yeah. Toby Alderweireld, sure. who I believe is Tottenham. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then Courtois is Chelsea. 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 So, I mean, it's all over the board. For, <laughs> it's like know, an MLS All-Star game versus Tottenham. Well, <laughs> actually, you know what? You're right. This is about the same number of clubs. <laughs> yeah. Five clubs. 
Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw the MLS All Star. Um, it's Atlanta. It's just Atlanta. It's, it, <laughs> it's Atlanta with like three other it's players. It's literally Atlanta United FC and friends. Actually, it's not even friends. It's just Atlanta United and FC associates. and four other players. Really, there's five clubs out of twenty three who are represented on the MLS All Star eleven. Thanks, fan vote. <laughs> Like even the I mean, you know, in Major I, League going, Baseball, there's at least one representative per team. Yes. Yeah, but you're not going to get that, you know, in a, in a league with what 22 clubs now 20, at right. the moment, and uh, you 23. can you can do more than five. <laughs> you can do more than five. You but can do more fair, than five. Who, who's but, coming out to watch a Colorado player play in an All Star game right now? I mean, Charlotte would go to see Enzo. You think Enzo's going to well, You asked a question <laughs> and I answered it. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know if we were still being like facetious here. Okay, or I, you asked a question and I answered it. <laughs> that was what you did and that is what I did. You asked a question I said, oh, here, here's an example. I'm going to bring this example to the table. Well, I'm just going to say this. Fair play to the Atlanta fans. Yeah. You know, if that's the way that the voting is run on, for the MLS All-Stars, then... Vote to your heart's content. You know, stuff that ballot box as much as you can. You know, put your players right there in front of everybody and let them, let them see what they can do against who are who are they playing? I don't even know who they're playing against. It's um, Juventus. Juventus, this year, right? Juventus. Yeah. Juventus. Okay. Yeah. Put them out there in front of Juventus and Man, let's let see what happens. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think the don't the don't the um generation Adidas, oh, MLS Austin. All star, like the under twenty three kids. Yeah, I think so. Play. I don't know who they play. I don't know either, but they do. They they do a U twenty three all star as well. Okay. Um, so getting, maybe Carlton getting back to, to let's get back to the World Cup for a second. You yeah. know, England and Belgium, both of them have uh, potential Golden Boot winners. Yep. Um, yeah. And we have a few others that are out there as well. Own goal who is do we think? Own, own goal could win the, the Golden Boot. Um, but who do we think among actual living breathing players? will win the Golden Boot. You know, like, Harry Kane has been on a tear, but it, there's things that I've learned not to doubt, and that's Ronaldo's sheer force of will. <laughs> also, do not doubt England doing England things. Yes. So, the football is coming home, though, Ebony. Coming, like, like the actual football? Like, the actual football? Like, <laughs> like... It's, it's coming home. Like, the... The replica trophy that had full of, that was full of cocaine coming from Argentina, Ooh. like which is coming? The home. Maradona special. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> did you not see that story? I did not. Oh my god! So that so like they were shipping um, World Cup trophy replicas over to Russia, and they were full of cocaine. Good gracious. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Nice. laughs> okay. I remember reading something about. We, talking about the Russian doping scandal somewhere online and someone said something to the effect of FIFA and corruption is there a more iconic partnership in soccer and I immediately thought to myself Maradona and cocaine yeah. four, four years ago during the uh, the last World Cup because this was just after the whole FIFA raid and all that and they did the um, they had the commercials about how FIFA is fighting match fixing and all that I'm like yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool okay. story, bro. But um yeah, yeah I, 
you really can't count out Ronaldo just doing Ronaldo things. Now, of course, him winning the Golden Boot depends on how far uh, Portugal goes in the knockout. But and they have to go up against Uruguay. Yeah. Next, and Uruguay, you know, they started slowly, but guess what? They've won all three of their group stage games. Yeah. And they looked pretty good against Russia. So, I think. Portugal's going to have a fight on their hands to get to the next round. For sure. Um, so, happens? with that being said, I'd, I'd probably put my money on on Kane. but I would put it on Lukaku at this point, actually. Okay. Because yeah. I have a feeling that Belgium has a good chance of going a long way uh, still in this tournament. Rom winning the golden boot would make my soul so happy. I know. I just liked him better when he wasn't at United. That's fair. Well, I agree I did with that too. as well. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? So what do you got? I sometimes feel like I was the only Everton fan who did. But <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I'm for Team Chaos. So like, if Senegal goes through, I'd love for a Senegal player to get gold. Sadio boot. Mane? Ooh. You know what? I'll go with that. Sadio Mane. All right. And you Golden say, boot. You said Lukaku. I say Lukaku. I got Kane. And we'll touch base on that to the World <laughs> Cup final. But that just about wraps up this week. Um, it's been a fun one. Four points. Let's get six points next weekend. Yeah, yes. How about it? We six got to throw rainbow weekend. streamers. We did. That, that was, was great. That was fun. I just liked watching the ref and two players clean up streamers from all over their goal. Shout out to at Ebony for uh, getting the <laughs> rainbow streamers. That was great. I got to throw pink, uh, pink streamers. I loved that. Um, I, I know... We're really not supposed to, but I was so excited. One, two, the capo stand is basically almost on the field at this point. <laughs> basically. Three. Basically, we're going to fall through the capo stand at this point as well. Maybe. Maybe. Three, I was very excited, and I think my streamer almost got to the center circle. <laughs> 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 I was very excited that we got that goal so late, but... um. I'm really looking forward to throwing more streamers. Oh, me too. But yeah, let's uh, look forward to another six-point weekend. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. Well, peace. Peace. I think we forgot the outro. Oh, wait. <laughs> We're not done yet. <laughs> Ebony's right. Hey, Ebony, who brings us here today? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So just. Just imagine for those of you that are listening that this is this is a Beatles track and we just fade it out and then we're faded back in. Okay, Ebony. <laughs> oh God. All right, so we're brought to you by Tasty Beverage Co. That's tastybeverageco.com. Stop by their wonderful downtown Raleigh location. Tell them six point weeks getting sent you and get a free koozie. We're also a part of the Beautiful Game Network. That's at the BGN.fm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. BGN.fm. We're also friends of the pod, Soccer and Sweet Tea. Hashtag SNST fam. You were a little late on that hashtag, but I'll let it go today. I appreciate we're it. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Six Point Weekend. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. I'm very, very shallow, so I need all the five stars I can get. And we're on the new Google Podcast app. If you haven't seen it, it is really cool. Check us out there as well. Thank you so much. Now you can outro. Yeah, I'm Jonathan. I never introduced myself at the beginning. But yeah, hi, and now bye. <laughs> Ebony, Dave, thanks for joining us this week. Six points. Let's go get them. Peace.